0: dental.com he This is the Last Minute Blues podcast with Jeff Burton, Donnie Fandango and former Blues defenseman Jamie Rivers. It is the Last Minute Blues podcast, Donnie Fandango, uh, Jeff Burton from 1057 the point and our buddy, a former Blues defenseman, a NHLer and now a, a teammate over at 101 ESPN, Jamie Rivers. Gentlemen, how goes it? How we doing? Uh, you know,
1: I as soon as I saw Mr. Rivers I went any movement on the Petrangelo thing, and I knew <laughs> yeah. the damn answer. You know what I mean? Yeah. I and I wanted to bring this up to you guys. Are you guys still excited about the Blues for next year?
0: Oh God, I can't wait for this season. To I'm start that guy already.
1: that's like, is it? When is it happening? Next month? When is yeah. it? Because it's like a December or something is what December, yeah, January that they're shooting for. Yeah, they're hoping for but December. My whole point here is it's been so exciting for the last year or so that even if bad things happen that we think may or may not happen, I'm still going to be so pumped. Over this team. Yes.
0: Either way, I'm in. But yesterday, I had a moment where my feet went cold. Uh-oh. <laughs> All right? So I'm tasked with uh, going to get myself and my son dinner last night. So we're going to Arnold. We're going to Raising Cane's. I love oh, that place. Oh, sure. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Chicken, chicken, chicken. What combo? You pick I love it, man. The oh, sauce. oh, the sauce. Oh. Wait, God!
1: Did you make that up or is that there? No, that, that's
0: what they say at the that. drive-thru window. Hilarious. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For sure.
2: So No free ads here, right?
0: <laughs> <laughs> you're right. You're right. So I just got worst case scenario. Uh, worse, okay, he doesn't sign with us. He signs somewhere else. How is the D going to look with him gone? How is the team going to look with just him gone? And drive through this. Wet ah, yeah, yeah. I just had the. I, j- I just had the the just the the, the cold sweats almost. But I, I we we can't. I can't get bogged down in the negative. This is the this is the definition of 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 the the the, the process of it all. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah. Of the of, of 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 Petro maybe working the media a little bit, the hometown <laughs> angle, which is great, and he should, and I don't know if it's an angle because it's legit, but I mean I think that hopefully this is all a part of the the process and they can figure out a way to get this guy wrapped up, man. I, I just with that money though. I had heard that they had offered him somewhere <laughs> it's, it's, like seven, seven and a half he million fell dollars off a the year. Chair. This is yeah. going to be
1: a solo podcast. Yeah, 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 I yeah. wish this yeah. was Go. videoed Stop. right now. <laughs>
0: so so, so it just got back to us talking last week about how much that feels like such a low ball offer at, at this point. And of all the guys you don't low ball, it would seem to be that guy. But Doug Armstrong, obviously been doing this for a long time. So we just got to kind of in Doug, we trust sort of thing, right?
2: Yeah, we had a, we had Brian Lawton on yesterday on our show uh, Ribs and BK over at one hundred and one ESPN, where you can find the podcast on the website. <laughs> but anyways, Brian Lawton uh, was a, a former number one overall pick in the NHL. He was a, an agent, and he was a general manager in the NHL. So I we basically did the the whole okay, wear your GM hat. Okay, now wait, put on your agent hat, and just we kind of grilled him a little bit, and he just said Doug's a son of a gun to deal with. He goes, you know what? He's super polite, super accommodating, this, that, the other, but his heels are dug in and he's not moving. He goes, I had Mike Medano as one of my clients. And he goes, imagine that, having trouble getting Mike Medano signed. Right, yeah. But Madano was in a very similar situation to where he wanted to stay in Dallas, didn't want to leave, and Doug knew it. And Doug said, yeah, you know what? Not doing this. We're This is my offer. So similar situation here, and I don't think anybody – is unaware of how much Petro wants to stay in St. Louis. But here's where it gets dangerous is if you hold that that posture too long. Because now at this point, Petro's starting, in my opinion, I don't know. I feel like he's starting to get a little angry. Like if you had a temperature gauge, it's starting to go up. Right. Every day that goes by that he doesn't have what he would consider to be unoffered that he could really chew on. The temperature is rising, and what I hope doesn't happen is that that thermometer doesn't blow up (gasps) before they get a chance to get this thing finalized.
1: Okay, you've been around the NHL and NHL players and GMs and coaches and front office staff for a very, very long time, whether it's your playing career your broadcasting career or your training career. Is there somebody in Toronto that Petrangelo knows? Is there somebody in another city that Petrangelo knows (laughs) that is going to go under the radar just go, you know— Toronto's gonna offer you blah 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 and blah blah blah, right? You know that. Yeah, because right? these guys are talking. Right? Yeah, I mean, yeah, absolutely. I mean, talking. is it just buddies saying, hey, not necessarily a, a maple leaf player, but maybe you know what I'm saying? Like like <laughs> okay, under the like we talk off the air. Do they talk off the air? Is what I'm saying. Like, because man, I know I mean, there's great.
0: tampering rules, but dudes are dudes. Right, right.
2: So, first of all, I don't care what Donnie says about you, you're smarter than you look. Thank you, buddy. Okay, hey. really uh, Don? What? Huh?
0: That's surprising
2: to hear. All all of a sudden, you don't remember yesterday. (laughs) Anyways, uh, um, so the tampering rule is stiff in the NHL, like other GMs and agents talking to each other and things like that. Like, that's just a no, no, no. We don't do that. However, players are allowed to talk to each other anytime they want. And with social media and the way you can access people these days, it's wide open. So if, to your point, if John Tavares, who, oh, by the way, played minor hockey, youth hockey with Alex Petrangelo all the way growing up in Toronto. If John Tavares, who had a coffee with Kyle Dubis and Brendan Shanahan, and they said, man, that Alex Petrangelo, pugh, I'd give that guy $10.5 million a year. I can't believe the, the Blues aren't getting this done. You know, Just in passing, John Tavares now picks up the phone and calls Petro. Hey, Petro, you ain't going to believe this. Yeah, They're talking about ten, ten point five. Like I don't know if that's true or not, but I'm just letting you know that that's how much they think of you, and so that yeah, that happens, Jeff. It okay. happens. It's player to player. Never really, I shouldn't say never. Uh, seldom is it anybody high up in an organization that's right. actually
1: tampering. It's somebody that came up through the ranks. Somebody's been yeah. through
2: the process as well. You know, Tavares was courted big time by the Maple Leafs. He's firsthand knowledge of how this amazing can be. How they pick you up with a Rolls Royce and you uh, throw yeah.
0: rose petals at your feet while you <laughs> walk, uh-huh. you know. Like <laughs> yeah. all that kind of
2: stuff. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
0: I'll do that for Petrol here. Absolutely. If that's if that will help sway the deal. Whatever whatever we got I mean, I got three kids too, so we can work out shifts or whatever yeah, we got to do. You guys have a lot of similarities in your life. <laughs> 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 I'm just saying for the rose petal throw. Oh, you know oh, yeah, I mean? yeah, yeah. I just yeah. if he wants to feel welcome, I want to be able to help do that. Here's uh, where I am guys
2: with this, okay? And I do think it gets done. Now really? I've had I, now, hear me out. I've had a roller coaster of emotions in this because now I'm, I'm a fan, too, right? Like, I am. I've got lots of different ties to this particular deal. One, former St. Louis Blue. Two, I'm a huge hockey fan. Three, I'm really good friends with Petro. And he has been your boy for quite a while. <laughs> yeah, and I, he, no, even when things were bad, I was still like, listen, Petro's an, an elite defenseman. Yep. So, we just came off the NHL Awards. Petro was voted fourth best defenseman in the NHL. He was voted to the second team All-Star for the third time in his career, which means he's in the top four defensemen in the NHL. When you look at the board under capfriendly.com, there are a slew of guys that make more money than him. And guess what? They're all on seven or eight-year deals. P.K. Subban is making more money than Alex Petrangelo on an eight-year deal. Eek. Like, just digest that for a second. Right.
0: Yeah, that's not great.
2: So, And he's a guy that's bounced around lately, he's too. He's bounced around, yeah. and, you know, there, there's guys that had, like, Eric Carlson. Yeah, he was phenomenal offensively, but he's not there anymore. Guess what? He's on an eight-year deal, like, at $90 million. Yeah. So, I, I just think that there's a deal to be had there for Petro, somewhere between the 8.2 and the 8.7 range. Ultimately, if you're doing the math, I'll spare you the pain. Yeah, I don't even have a pen, Please. About 8.5 gets it done. If you do 8 times 8.5, no movement clause, and you're willing to give half of that money in signing bonus, I think the deal is over. How many years? Eight years. Eight. eight.
0: Okay. It is. It is. It is and it.
2: here's where people go, oh, but he's going to be so old at the end of his career. I, I played with so many guys that, from the age of 35 on, were phenomenal. Well, you,
0: you made the point last week in talking about Nick Lidstrom yeah. how he won freaking eight Norris trophies yeah. or some shit after he was 30. He Lidstrom actually won two after he retired. <laughs> That's how good he, he may have.
2: It's
1: a possibility. Correct me, correct me if I'm wrong, but the amount of defensemen that that have an uptick in their career after 30, it's just a their body's still with them, but they just it clicks. Things click after a certain age in hockey, right? It takes a while.
2: Like I remember playing, and from the age of 21 to 26, it was a grind. Because you've got so many great players, and you're trying to figure out where you're supposed to be, what you're supposed to do, what the coach expects, what your partner wants, what the hell the goalie wants you to do. Then it finally clicks, right? My best hockey in my career, which is nothing compared to Alex Petrangelo, trust me, my best hockey was from 28 to 34. It was, because I, I knew where I was supposed to be, what I was supposed to do, how to do it, What how I could pick up tells from players with their body language. Like, I didn't want to say it was easy. But it was easier. Yeah. And I just look at Petro as he's 30 years old. If he gets an eight-year deal, 38. Yeah, everybody goes, oh, but he's has got to be 38. The last two years of that deal, okay, fine. You're right. The last two years of that deal, can you, can you possibly imagine that Petro would be worse than a top-four defenseman?
1: Right. And I think he's you were- still going to be
2: contributing. Yeah, yeah.
1: Here, and I thought you were going to go here because you have before. Yeah, the last two years of an eight-year deal, but those first six are going to be great. No fantastic. doubt, no doubt. But I think some
2: people are tired of hearing that, right? Some people when they when they talk online, this, that, the other. Like, I don't care. I'm over that. I still. It's eight years. It's going to cripple the team. You tell me that Alex Petrangelo at 37, 38, If he's in your top four, which he will be, and he'll probably kill penalties. He may not be running your power play at that point. He's still a specialty player. Nine million or eight point five or whatever the heck it is
0: at that time. That's going to be a bargain, guys. Right? Yeah, that's it's going to be a bargain. Point. That's a great. He, point. Here's a bit of a, uh, a bit of a, a left turn there. You're talking about uh, Alex kind of finding himself, and you finding yourself as a player. Is that specifically the position in which that you played? You know, because they talk about pitchers all the time in baseball. How a lot of times, man, it takes pitchers a bunch of years to really learn the craft. Is is being a defenseman the same way?
2: My God, yes. Like it's. It's crazy, and nowadays especially, like back in my day, I could club you over the back of the neck with my stick, and and no, that was the equalizer. Like, yeah, you're skating too fast. Slow (laughs) down, you know? And you can't do that now, but it still took a while because we had guys like Pavel Buret. Like, people forget how amazing the NHL was. Mario Lemieux, Wayne Gretzky, Mark Messier, Yarmar Yager. Like, just go through the list. There were superstars everywhere, Mike Medano, we talked about him earlier. What a pain in the ass that guy was, yeah, you know. Mm-hmm. So fast. Yeah, Big Walt was around too, where you break seven sticks on him, he doesn't even feel it.
1: <laughs> so it was all seven at one time. Yeah, too. I tried. I, t- I taped
2: them all together. At one point I went to Home Depot and said, Give me a two by six. Can you spray paint Sherwood on it?
1: <laughs>
2: but you learn how to do things, you learn how to position yourself, you know where to stand, stick position. You know when a certain player has got themselves offensively in an area, He now you know there's only certain place he actually can make. So now you take away those options. You communicate with your goalie. There's so many things that happen when you get that experience that it, it just slows the game down for you. Like I remember my first year here, you know, the puck in the neutral zone would go like D to D, so it would be like Mc- Al, Big Al to Rivers. That was a name drop. Al, Al. McKinnis old chopper, <laughs> over to Rivers. I would too, by the way, so man, I ain't yeah, oh hate God. you You're for it at all. Which, yeah. I got a nugget for you guys too after this, okay? <laughs> chopper, over to Rivers, and I would look up, and it felt like I had a blindfold on the whole time, and then as soon as the puck touched my stick, someone would rip the blindfold off and be like, okay, find the open guy now.
1: While, and, while people are coming at you. While
2: these guys, these mutants, <laughs> oh, are God. trying to club well, me Jeremy in the back McCartney of the neck. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so when I realized that I was getting used to the NHL and getting better was when the puck was like, ow, a chopper. As he's passing, I'm looking up ice. I can see everything ahead of me. I get the puck. I've already found the open guy. It's gone. The game had slowed down for me because I had sped up my brain and how to do things. So that helps. A lot, too. Like, that's a big part of it, too, is is when you get to that point with that experience, but it doesn't happen overnight. And in some nights, it goes away because some nights, teams are fast or they do something different. And you're like, yeah, that's where the old... (laughs) <laughs> I think I heard you make that noise.
0: <laughs> well, and I think
2: that's I, where the old glassing out comes in handy.
0: But I think too as a fan, sometimes, man, I don't think that we have in our head that dudes could have an off night. Right. You know what I'm like like that shit just happens, man. I have a bad day at work, you have a bad day at work. So sometimes the, the athlete it's it's just not gonna come to fruition. The like bad they day want. at
2: work for us, right? If we screw up a segment, we miss a spot, we do this, or we do a live read, and it sucks, or whatever it is, right? But nobody's in your face trying to put your head through a wall mm, while yeah. you're trying to do it. Yeah. So this is the one thing that people have to realize is they like, oh, that guy's a bum. Well, oh, what a dummy. What a horrible decision. Well, meanwhile, but maybe guy like, I don't know, Eric Lindros, who's 6'4", 255, and skates as fast as league, Maybe he was breathing down the back of my neck, and I didn't feel like hitting the back of an
1: ambulance tonight. Right. <laughs> <laughs> you live to, to fight another day. Yeah, are saying. Absolutely.
0: Wow. Well, just just to talk about this real real quickly, and, and not to you know get get dark. But if Petro does not sign, can you talk about the, how that Blues defensive unit will look without Petro? And I did not like the facial expression mm. that he just made as I as I was telling him that.
1: Well, and and before you answer, I will tell you that right there the the shaking. That's. The voice I keep hearing on the sh- on his show over there when they yeah. talk about Petro, that the the bummer in your voice
0: is, guys, what, is because what it's scares a gaping me. hole. I mean, it's it's, it's a huge hole. It's, it
1: might as well be the Grand Canyon.
2: I mean, this guy here analytically, I pulled up some dorky stats because that's what I do now in my retirement. Is I pull up dorky stats because when I do work with pro skaters or NHL guys, they want to know where am I deficient. So where do you find that? Sometimes the eye test isn't enough, right? Sometimes you got to go diving. And when I went diving into all sorts of analytics, Alex Petrangelo is in the top five D in the NHL in every category. And he's the number one D that is a right-handed shot in every category. So that now that's overall, okay? So, like, yeah, maybe, what's his name? John Carlson might have a little more of an uptick on the power player offensively. But Petro's so good defensively in regular strength and all his other situations. Like he led the league in uh, defensive zone faceoffs for right handed shot defensemen. What does that tell you? It means when you're in trouble, when the game is on the line, when the puck is in your end, he's automatic. Mm-hmm. He's a leg over the boards, and there you go. Right. And he also led in the right handed shot department in the offensive zone faceoff in the last minute of a game. What does that tell you? You want to win the game, you're going for it, you're putting your number one guy on the ice. You don't have that now. If right. if he doesn't if he resign, doesn't it's resign. gone. Right. Colton Perico is a great defenseman. He's not that. He may never be that. Justin Falk, to
0: be determined, and that's a really big TBD. Boy, yeah. and 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 not to not to stop you, but if Petro goes, <clears throat> all eyes are on Falk, and yeah. and. He won't have sort of maybe that cushion that he had before. Which will not with, be with the, fair to him. Well, no, maybe, maybe not. Maybe not. But, man, I mean, everybody is going to be locked in on that dude. They're
2: going to be locked in on him, and they're going to be locked in on Pareko. Mm-hmm. Because there's a huge part of the population or the fan base that think that Pareco's the guy. Just give him that ice time. He can do it. It's fine. He can't. He can't. Not right now. He can't. I can tell you right now. He
1: can't be Petrangelo. He cannot be
2: Petrangelo. And so what will happen is Pareko and Falk will start to hear the media, the fans, and then they'll hear their own team talk about how they need to develop a quarterback-type defenseman or they need that or what we're lacking. And all that tells you is that, hey, by the way, you guys, yeah, you're not doing the job the right way, so we're talking about this. You think that helps you or hurts you? When that you touch hurts you excellent. for a
1: million reasons. One, mentally, and also it may make one of them try to change their game and do something that they can't do. Totally. Which is which is not a good thing. Question uh, uh, is, for me, is from the management standpoint, the Blues themselves. Is it a case where they look at just the dollars and cents of it, or do they look at how... The repercussions uh, for, to the franchise if he leaves, because there would be repercussions to and, the franchise and, if he leaves.
0: And I would assume, and to, to just carry on with Jeff, there's a plan A with Petro, there's a plan B with without Petro, and that they are very far down the planning on both of those lists at this point.
2: Yeah, I'm sure that they have a board, big dry erase board in a room that has all these different scenarios. That what if if he signs, and what if if he doesn't sign yeah, they're talking about it, but is it finances to your first question? Yeah, it is, okay? The flat cap sucks for the entire league, that especially for teams that are cap teams, which the mm-hmm. Blues are, and that's a huge thank you to Tom Stillman and his ownership group because they don't necessarily have the revenues that some of the other cap teams do, but he maintains that, that team to be right near the cap, which is awesome. Uh, but here's the biggest thing. If the Blues... Let Petro go. There's going to be a lineup around the block of teams that will sign him for basically what he wants. And they'll be like, ah, we'll figure it we'll out. We'll
1: figure it out, yeah.
2: And so I, I don't know why the Blues haven't gotten in that line yet of, you know what, we'll figure it out. And I know it's a dangerous spot to be in, and Doug Armstrong is very well thought out in everything he does. But at some, at some point for a certain player, it's got to be, we'll figure it out. And from that point on, then you get busy. You get on the phones. You make trades. I said it before. Would you trade a Schwartz, a Bozak, and a Steen for an Alex Petrangelo? Do that on the NHL twenty there on your on your video game. They make that. Actually, they probably decline the trade, saying it's unfair. Right. Meaning that Petrangelo's value is higher. Mm-hmm. So if if you would be willing to do that, you have to
0: imagine that you probably should keep that guy. Uh, okay. So the more that we talk about this, the more that we sweat about Petro the more that I question the the, the Falk signing. Can you explain to me, and, and I'm not trying to be a dick, hindsight is always 2020. 20, 20. I, I get it, I get it, I get it. But it just legitimately, yeah. trying to make sense of it, why do you, why are you throwing that much money and at the not, guy and when not, you know that you've got okay. Petro? So
1: you're not bagging on his performance. You're saying, no. hey, don't give him all this, all these years and his money because you got Petro coming down the pike. The, here. The, yeah.
0: the, the guy that you that you want to be your guy to stay here, I, then it just it, it confuses me. COVID nineteen is no. the
2: reason that we're in this problem. Okay, so hear me out. And I know you're looking at me like, what do you mean? Okay, what I mean is that that Justin Falk deal doesn't even affect this. If the cap goes up to 85 million, like it was supposed to, because so, then we've got more room. We've got more room. And right now, we have 5 million of cap space. We'd have 10 million of cap space right now. What does Petro want? Mm, somewhere about 8.5. Looks like we're good. You
1: see and what then, I'm saying? And then yeah. COVID hits and the revenues go down there the cap doesn't. The move. cap
2: goes down to 81.5 and it's going to stay flat for the next two seasons so that teams that, even if we do get back to fans in the stands and, and normalcy, then the league itself, the owners,
1: have a year to build up some of that lost money. Okay, so then I guess Petro doesn't need to give anybody any favors, but then why doesn't he do a— a friendly deal for a couple of years, and then when revenue comes back, here's all your money. Okay, so... Or am, am I not listening well, to let you me, correctly? Here? No,
2: let me let me try and figure out what you're saying here right now. Are you are you saying that he should do a deal that is paid little in the beginning of the contract and then on the tail end? Or, or, or a
1: couple-year deal, and then when money comes back, okay. they can bring the Brink, Brinks truck for him. Not going to happen. The latter
2: one, not going to happen. Think about that, right? He comes out, has two years. Let's say he gets injured in year two. Yeah, yeah, Doug because, Armstrong's like, yeah, yeah. yeah Good point. We, okay. we said that, but okay. You know, well, what about slowly ramping up the eight million dollars? What thing? happens then is you have an annual average value, the AAV, and that's what that's the number that they count that's in the, the, the cap, cap number. Okay. Because at first, when they did this whole salary cap thing, guys would sign for eight million dollars, seven point five in signing bonus, five hundred thousand as a salary, okay. and they were manipulating the cap, right? So the NHL said, oh, Ah, yeah, he got me. You got me. They didn't was good. Think
0: of that. We didn't <laughs> think of that. You, got you. Me.
2: So there was a change the following season, and it made it to what the player's average annual value would be, including all monies okay. that that player gets throughout the, the course of the season. So even if he was a million or two million for the first two years, and he was still making twelve million the next year, they'd find the average out, and the okay. average okay. would would be somewhere in the eight point five. Sneaky bastards. Yeah. Well. I
1: mean, anyway. Imagine that, jerks. Can we just get him sponsored, like get a sponsor on the back of his jersey and then somebody else pays him? (laughs) I would be funny. Unfortunately, though, the team
2: is required to pay him. That would be an endorsement for Alex. Yeah, but hey,
1: you get your money. Like Synergy Hockey, could you guys sponsor him? That'd be okay? Yeah, I got a couple T-shirts for him. Perfect. That's all he needs. (laughs) I think it's $7.5 and a a couple of T-shirts. And maybe I could throw a few extra skill sessions
0: for free. Why not, you know? <laughs> so the deal was a no-go. But then we talk about the T-shirts yeah. and, whoa, yeah. get we have the blue got another one. conversation the, altogether.
1: Get the
2: blue one. The game changer. Yeah.
0: <laughs> well, uh, boys, um, you said you had a nugget for us. A uh, Bef- little bit now. of a nugget. Trivia slash
2: nugget. Yeah. Okay. How many times did Al McInnes win the Norris Trophy? Once. Okay. How old was he? 40. Ooh, No. A good Thirty-eight. Try. No, damn it. He was about thirty-four at the time. Okay, okay. who was his partner that year?
0: Jamie Rivers.
1: <laughs> Get that man wow. a car. Yeah. Well, and that's because he had to be that good playing with you. <laughs> okay, so there's se- <laughs>
2: there's several different. Um, opinions about that. (laughs) One was that uh, Al didn't have to go into a corner at all that year. Because you did it for him. Because I did it, and I took a lot of beatings Uh for Al McInnes uh, that year, and I also went back to the front of the net and took a beating and did all that stuff. So that's one way of looking at it. The other way of looking at it is that the lifting, the heavy lifting was so great that the NHL looked at it and said, anybody who can play with this guy (laughs) and still have that success This is a
1: no-brainer. Did you have a lot of assists on a lot of his one-timers or no? No. Are you kidding me? I was the guy that blocked
2: the shot with his face. Right. And then somebody grabbed the puck, moved it around, and Uh, Al uh, got it and scored. Yeah. They'd all be celebrating. I'd be looking for my front teeth. Right. Yeah.
1: You're on your face trying to find your nose and everybody's going, woo,
0: we scored. Literally. Yeah. 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 Dude, you are – it's so fun to do this, Jamie, because you are so, like – I don't know, like you are able to like laugh at yourself. You put yourself <laughs> in the role of the player that you were. Like, dude, you're very honest, man. Like there's no like sort of I mean, you tell it like it is, man. man. Like, but yes, I, can, role I can, can find his stats. No, <laughs> so I understand BS. that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, but that's good point. but you know, just like I do, of he course, can try yeah. to shine it up of and course. make it but dude, you're like very brutally honest about it. And it, it is it is friggin' hysterical, man. But well, also
1: too, it's learning. I mean one I, one of the things that that always Attracted me to Jamie, besides his ass, Just was <laughs> was the the fact that he's a blue-collar guy in life and in hockey. Yeah. 100%. Because, the, I mean, you, you know this, too, from working with him years ago and knowing him years ago when he knew his hockey career was ending. This is what he wanted to do, and he came to us for advice, and he listened to it. Unfortunately, and now you're in radio. <laughs> well, yeah, I'm, remind you, me to punch uh, you guys dummy. in the face. Yeah, later. sorry, man. You, <laughs> yeah, we
0: absolutely deserve it. Uh, well, I it. Uh, just as, as if
1: th- this is your only industry or something. Guy's got like 16 jobs. Over
0: there. <laughs> so, All right. Yes. Well, uh, last minute Blues podcast. We're wrapping it up for this Friday. Make sure you share with your friends. Tell them about us, and we'll keep talking Blues hockey during this off season. Uh, it is the Last Minute Blues Podcast. Thank you for listening, and it's always let's go Blues the last minute blues podcast hear more at 1057 thepointcom
1: peloton let's go this holiday with the right music
2: and the right motivation from world-class instructors
1: we're gonna pick it up a notch it's the holiday season
2: you might just surprise yourself with what you're capable of work out to thousands of live and on-demand classes from running to cycling to yoga try peloton risk-free with a 30-day home trial